All right, Lee. So I'm kind of swamped right now because it's the start of the school year and everything. And I would love to be able to do a lot of the crafts and stuff that we've talked about, but I don't have time to go out and like buy crafting materials anymore. So is there a way that I can take what I might already have and do something cool with that and have something that the kids and I can do to make pretty things out of the stuff that we might already own? Because I'm already too tired at the end of the day to go to the store anymore. And welcome to Homestyle, the podcast from the Daily Advertiser that's all about life, family, and the stories they inspire. I'm Joe Cunningham. And I'm Lee Guidry. Looking for a recipe or instructions for our food and crafts? Join our Facebook group by searching for the Homestyle Podcast on Facebook and at Homestyle Pod on Instagram. But yeah, so it's funny that you are already tired out, but I know Eric is too. It's like that first week is always a lot going back. And um, as you'll, I'm sure here, listeners, uh, my four-year-old is still here at home with us. So because she hasn't quite started school yet. So we're still easing into that back to school. So Yes, this is some a great idea for the weekend, and um, that way you're not going out and spending more money because we've all spent all of our money on uniforms and backpacks. So let's um, use some of the stuff that's already in our homes, and that can be big or small. And it's something that I'm I love as an idea. I mean, it's a timeless idea, but I've been more um, you know, thoughtful about it lately, uh, having just watched a, a show called Making It. I think we've talked about it before on this podcast because it's just a fun um, show about crafting. And they just, they do these challenges, you know. And as my kids who love YouTube um, love challenges, you know, that's a good call to action to get us to try something new. And so what they were given was a challenge to upcycle something like of their families. So you, they did some big things. Like they turned a big trunk that um, was in their family for a long time and they put like a sink in it. So you can go big, but you know, that's not always my style. I'm going to keep it a little uh, simple for us. Okay. So, I mean, it's as easy as just going back to kindergarten in our minds and thinking about uh, toilet paper rolls, right? I mean, that's something we all have. My kid is making faces at me, and it is incredibly distracting. <laughs> Please stop that. Never, the toilet paper roll thing, like take that and Kleenex box and some rubber bands and make a guitar. Like oh my that. Gosh, yeah, yeah okay. that was that was fun in elementary. But I think I want to go for something a little beyond that. Like maybe wow. next level up. I will take it to the next level. If you'd like to make a banjo, you can take um, like a jar lid and um, glue a popsicle stick to it and then put a rubber band on the lid part so or the round part and then you have a little banjo and so it kind of looks like a banjo but yeah we'll go a little past that but if you're doing stuff with kids you might want to do some uh you can turn a toilet paper or um what's it called a paper towel roll depending on the size 
uh, into any kind of animal. I've seen them turned into frogs. Um, one thing that I think this would be really helpful for is birthday parties. If you're trying to come up with some decorations, um, Marie, the four-year-old who will turn five in December, has already decided what she wants her birthday party to be because she's very much my child. And she wants it to be mer-cat, so like a mermaid, half mermaid, half cat. And so I could just by, you know, gluing or stapling and folding the um, toilet paper rolls, I could make that into a tail, a mermaid tail pretty easily, you know, and then paint it or color it with markers. And then um, I could add a little tail to the end, you know, like just the fins. Um, we could do some glitter and then that could easily be the decorations for her party. Or I could fill it with candy and then cover it. And then you've got party favors. And I didn't have to buy really anything because I've got paint. I'd have to buy the candy. Um, but, I've, you know, that's material that you already have. I think a lot of people don't realize that they have crafting material pretty much in their homes already. Um, yeah. I, I just like the idea of the, the sustainable crafting and, and all of that and, and make use of the stuff that you have. And, you know, I've, I've seen something kind of similar with the whole party favor idea um, at school pep rallies. You know, you get the, the you get the toilet paper roll and you can just do something as simple as fill it with candy and then kind of wrap it in construction paper and almost make it look like a, a, a giant piece of wrapped candy. Like individual yeah. candy, and then you just toss that to the crowd, and they can open it themselves and enjoy whatever's inside. So that's that seems fairly easy and harmless to do. Yeah, and if you're a gardener, you can easily make planters out of tin cans, two liter bottles. We used to do that a lot in elementary school, right? You cut the two liters and use that bottom part yep. of the jug. You can do it with bigger jugs. I know my mother-in-law has made um, Clorox bottles and milk jugs into planters. And what's fun is like with the, you turn them upside down and then you can have a hanging plant that's kind of like crazy or, or big and bold and it uh, looks like hair, you know? So you paint the face and then it looks like they've got a crazy hairdo coming out. Kind of reminds me of like a chia pet. So also egg cartons. Um, we have a lot of egg cartons because my in-laws have chickens and so they give us the eggs and those are great. But we'll notice we just like have a piling up of egg cartons to return to them. And uh, my daughters have found great use. You can also turn those into, you know, you cut each one out and you can have like a little turtle shell or something. But um, my daughters have been turning it into Barbie doll accessories. So think about these things that are already small that you can use. Um, Avery, my seven-year-old, took an egg carton. She, she, she cut out like one of the egg sizes and then used toothpicks and maybe some uh, popsicle sticks. And she turned it into a baby stroller for a Barbie because, of course, Barbie had a baby. So things exactly. like that. Well, on, on the egg carton thing, I do know uh, if you get the cardboard uh, egg cartons, those can very easily be turned uh, into little planters to start sprouting your seedlings for whatever it is you want to grow in the garden. And because the cardboard is biodegradable, all you have to do is just cut the individual little egg parts out with the soil and the, and the sprouted seed in there. And you can plant that directly into the ground. And that is a biodegradable way of really starting your garden. If you want to start a vegetable garden or a small flower garden, whatever you want to do. 
that's really, really easy to take advantage of the whole egg carton thing. I, the the styrofoam one's not as much because it's you know not biodegradable. But if you get the eggs, if you get the cartons of eggs that are like cardboard, that's perfect. That would be a really easy party activity too, or something to do as at a school. Like if you're a teacher and you want everyone in your class to have one and then they take it home and they're encouraged to plant it at home. I love that idea. Okay. And, so let's, sorry. Oh, I mean, one more thing with the gardening thing, cause you had mentioned the, the, co- the, the, the big plastic bottle or whatever. I've seen people who do these, these you know, multi-tiered planters and you would have like half the Coke bottle, put soil in it, but, but drills or cut some holes into the bottom so that as you water one, the watt, the extra watt, the excess water seeps through and hits the one below that. So that is also pretty helpful uh, on the gardening That's side. Practical. Yeah. yeah. And, and it looks cool because aren't they like teetering different ways? Yeah. Yeah. I, and then it looks neat. Like it's mm-hmm. a, a pretty, you know, it's aesthetic and practical. Okay. One thing that we've been getting a lot of is we've been doing this meal service. So it's called Every Plate, which is like HelloFresh. And each set like in the in the big box comes individual boxes of food and they are not they don't have lids they're just kind of like little trays and they're great sizes to use for something they're made out of cardboard um so you could paint them what i intend to do for some of them is to use them as craft organizers so you could use it for a decoration but I think it's kind of like making little drawers. Okay, all the crayons go in here, all of the markers in this one. It's just super easy. I mean, you could use it to put socks in it. You could do anything, just something to be more organized. And I like how it's kind of meta to use, to make a craft, to hold crafts. (laughs) Okay, so we'll, um, also for the Barbie stuff, they could use, my kids could take one of those. They're kind of like the right size to, um, make a Barbie scene or a new place for Barbie to go. So like we could color it as if it's the beach and then put little toys in there for it to be the beach or, um, miniatures are really popular right now. It's something that apparently it's like a thing that people are buying or making miniature stuff, um, because it's cute and it could be. So you could make your own little miniature. It's just like the perfect little size for it. So that way you're not throwing away all of the stuff that I get every week. I get multiple of them a week. So I don't want to be adding more to the trash. Now, does that come in a big cardboard box too? It comes in a big, pretty big cardboard box, but then it's these small, smaller boxes that are within it. I The the cardboard, I've used cardboard stuff. Now this is for anybody who has, um, has young boys as kids like at new year's and 4th of july we would always take like cardboard and build um build little structures and things and we buy our fireworks and we would buy army men and we would have little we create little war zones with the fireworks so we'd be setting these little structures on fire as our armies fight with the fireworks so if you've got any, if you've got any inclinations toward that, you have any kids who like the whole, you know, war thing, I would go for that as well. That's a great idea. I hadn't thought about that. Um, something that I like to reuse is like corks, wine corks, or um, bottles, bottle, bottle caps. Oh, sorry. Um, 
I've used bottle caps and um, basically like hodgepodge, I mean Mod Podge, but it's um, a certain type of it that's a lot like resin. You could probably just use resin like yeah. we talked about last time. Um, but I put photos, tiny, tiny photos, pretty much of my kids' faces, uh, you know, because it's a nice little circle, at, into those um, bottle caps. And then I poured in the resin or the Mod Podge and let it fill up. And then it made this clear coating and made it kind of bubbled like jewelry. But that could be jewelry. You could make earrings out of it. They'd be pretty big earrings. Um, a necklace, but what I ended up doing is just gluing a magnet to the back. And so um, the grandparents one Christmas got um, magnets of their grandkids' faces. And for the corks, I put, I use them to decorate a um, kind of like a collage of photos. I had a big picture frame that I had gotten, like a big uh, plain wooden picture frame that I painted. So it was pretty cheap. And then I just used a big piece of cardboard, probably one side of a box, and then glued photos to it how I wanted, and then filled in the space in between with corks. And I just used hot glue. And I still have that. And I did that for when my seven-year-old turned one, her one-year-old pictures. So, and that's always a fun one because you get to, you know, drink wine leading up to it to get all the corks. Appear to have a picture fly. I, I know the people listening to the podcast can't, can't actually see it, but you're doing a really phenomenal job of dealing with a flying picture right next to your head. Thank you. It is a picture of a llama that I painted, um, speaking of crafts, but Marie is wanting to be a part of this. Marie, do you want to say hey? Hi. Hi, Marie. What crafts do you like doing with your mom? Painting. You like to do painting? Tell Mr. Joe what you were painting earlier today. A little horse toy, and it was a painting. Yeah, you had a horse toy, and then, yeah, and a painting. So, yeah, a craft. It was actually a craft that one of our friends got uh, her for a birthday party or something. So she was filling in. It was kind of like... Uh, a black and white, you know, almost like a color sheet, but it was on a canvas, and then you fill in the colors, you know. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really nice. So, let's see. We've gone through a lot of materials so far. What is, I guess, in, in all the crafting and stuff you've done, what has been your most ambitious uh, upcycled or recycled craft project? The cork one was pretty ambitious because I had a thought in my head of what it would look like and how I could make it work. Um, and it served as a unique decoration for a kitchen remodel I was doing at the time. And so the colors had to fit with that. And so really I was just like, I need something that fits this space and I want it to be unique and representative of me. And so I did that. Um, I... I'd really like to paint palettes, and so I've done some of those. I, let, I love wooden palettes as a decoration. I did one in my ki- my current kitchen, so that the cork thing was a different kitchen remodel. I did one with my current kitchen um, and made it a pop of color, so it's this kind of like very light, like pastel, sagey green. And then I took those little hooks that you can screw in, but then they stick out and they're like a hook that you can hang something on. And they're very small and they were white and I just screwed them in the bottom 
uh, with my hand. I didn't have to use any tools. And then I've hung coffee cups from it. So, you know, very simple. Um, and it was a like a half size palette. And I thought that was unique. And it was actually broken. And I found it in the uh, parking lot at work. So at the advertiser. So you can really find something anywhere. Um, I've done a lot of painting furniture. I think that's been the biggest because that takes a lot. But there's uh, some materials that I haven't really worked with, but I think would be fun to do and a little bit beyond what we've been talking about. So we've been talking about those things that we're used to seeing all the time and using. But um, if you think about braiding, if you know how to braid or kind of weave, kind of overlap, you can make a lot of things. So you can use old t-shirts, old blankets, old towels. I have this towel of, that was my grandmother's and it's just this plain little pink towel and my grandmother uh, passed away in 2004 so it's been a very long time that I still have this one towel and I just keep it because it was hers and we use it so because there's no point in just keeping this pink towel but I it's starting to get kind of ratty and I'm thinking what I could do because it's pink and our bathroom has these pink accents um, I was thinking about ripping it into strips and you can do like what you had showed me a, a Krista, your wife doing those um, wreaths for the twins for y'all's niece and nephew that's coming where she just tied them. Right. Yeah. So you just, you tie, you cut them in the shorter strips and then you tie them around a, like a wreath ring. Well, I could, you can also do that tying it to other, um, Sorry, my kids. Marie, you can tie it to uh, other pieces of fabric. So I was thinking if I got a bunch of different towels or fabrics um, that I wanted to cut up that were different shades of pink, then I could braid them together into a rug, so like a bath mat. And I've really been looking for a bath mat because everyone that I find is either not the right um, material or consistency it gets too wet it stays too wet or it's not the right size i have a very long bathtub because it's old and so nothing that you just comes ready made really works for the space so that's something i'm looking into but you can do that with you could make quilts out of t-shirts we've talked about that before but also something i saw on that show that making it show was a, a girl took belts so I don't know about you, but I don't really wear belts anymore. Um, that was really popular when we were younger. Yeah. I just feel like people don't do that much now. Um, so I remember, especially because we wore uniforms to school, I had a lot of like belts were the only thing, belts and shoes were the only things that didn't have like rules to it. You could wear, so I had these like pink sparkly ones and uh, ones that had bottle caps on them, things like that. So I could see repurposing those by braiding them, cutting them and braiding them into a purse or a basket or something that you want to, because a basket, especially a fabric one could, or leather could sit out like, and you actually use it as a basket or you, you know, to hold newspapers or something, or you can, you can staple that to the wall or hang it on the wall and then it's a decoration, right? Also, you can use them for pot holders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's, I think probably taking the, the different fabrics and materials like shirts and, and all that, or 
or old towels even and doing some stuff with that I think is probably I'm not going to say it's the easiest but I think it's probably what a lot of us have in the biggest supply because we all have old t-shirts that we wear just at night or just when we're working around the house we all have old towels that we haven't quite parted with yet uh, we use them maybe to to clean spills or whatever but if you imagine just taking those and then doing something completely new with it I, I I always need new potholders, so maybe I'll work on a way to, to come up with some new potholders out of some of those old shirts or towels. But there's yeah. I need yeah, there there's there is a lot that can be done with all of this. So I think this is probably uh one of the more helpful uh episodes we've done because I have a lot of stuff to get rid of now. And yeah. and again, you know, with with all the stuff lying around the house and not really having the time or the energy to go out and buy new things for crafts, I think this is the best way to recycle and get rid of some stuff. What is your next one? Well, because I really like the fabric idea because I haven't done a whole lot with it yet. And I just have these boxes of things, like you said, but I have burp rags from my children who are seven and four. Yeah. But my, Mother-in-law monogrammed them, and they're, they're beautiful. And I remember I got rid of several of them, but they're special. And it's kind of that idea of um, what I want to, I don't want to throw them away or give them away because if, they, my ki- if your kid's not named Avery, I don't know if you want it, but um, that's something I could do. I could either make them into some of those things like quilts or ripping them up and tying them together to make a blanket, but I also thought about making them into pillows. Like I, I, it seems like a simple enough sewing escapade that I could do it. But I think my very next thing is going to be to take all my old towels that I don't want and then cut them up or and do kind of a fraying look, look where they're ripped and then tie them together to make the bath mat. I like those ideas. We have a lot of the burp rags, not necessarily monogrammed ones or anything, but we have a lot of stuff. That has been shuffled back and forth, and a lot of like old clothes, burp racks, things like that, that have basically survived three kids. And they may not make it to kids four and five for my sister-in-law. They may, you know, be at the end of their rope, so it might not be a bad idea to to repurpose some of those. So I might have my wife Krista look at it and and, and see what all we can do with some of that because we have you know plastic bins full of old clothes and things like that in the attic just taking up space yeah and i think like you said it it's not wasteful so that's always great like we're not but it's also cheaper we're not going out and having to buy new supplies yeah um it can have a special meaning when it is those things like for our that came from our kids you know i love all right so that seems like as good a place as any to wrap up. Yeah. Um, this has been one of those weird days where we have to record over the internet because we can't be in the studio together. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping that when we get together again, we, let's see, we've done a couple of crafting ones here recently. We've kind of backed away from the cooking stuff. I guess I want people to go to our Facebook group or Instagram or Twitter and tell us what they want to hear us talk about. So if you want to do that, go to our Facebook group. Just go to, to Facebook, search the Home Style Podcast. You'll find the Facebook group. Join there. Uh, I have some 
I think I have some cook. Oh, I do have some cooking stuff. You will have some cooking stuff here shortly because you have jumped aboard the cult and have bought an air fryer. So you will have some stuff to share with that. And yeah. we can share that on the Facebook group. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Homestyle Pod or at Homestyle Pod. Share your comments and your pictures and things with us there. Lee, thank you very much for sharing this with us. And I am looking forward to hopefully being back in the studio to record something in person next week. 